here. What's good, everybody? Welcome to 808s and Ankle Breaks, the hip-hop and basketball-based podcast. I'm one of your hosts, editor-in-chief of the Amherst Wire, Jonathan Kerma. Uh, today, uh, Trevor isn't with me, my co-host, but I do have a very special guest today, Boston rapper Jay Astro. How you doing today? I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Chilling, chilling. Just drove in from, you said Sunderland? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at my friend's crib. Okay. Um, and... So today, you know, we're just going to be talking about your music as well as just to see where the conversation goes. So I guess to kind of get started, let's let's talk about your most recent single, Zoo. Uh, how can I be mad? Got a bad bitch on my dick and I got that feeling on my back. Ain't my mama gonna be rich and stay focused, I can't go back. Tears gonna turn to the drip that's on my wrist and on my back in the zoo. In the function, what you gonna do? Revving up the crew. I'm about to go make some revenue. I wish you knew. It takes me a really long time to write music. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know a lot of people can just go in the studio and like it'll take them like an hour, but it takes me like a really long time. So I had the beat. Well, actually, I didn't. I had another beat that I was really struggling on, mm-hmm. and. I generally don't look at YouTube beats, but I just so happen to be like, yo, like I could just hop on some YouTube beats if I really want to. Yeah, and I, and I heard one. If you do the nice. if you do the searching right, you can find some fire right. stuff on YouTube. It took, <laughs> me, it took me like two minutes found a beat, and then I like had the inspiration immediately, and I was able to write it really quick. There you uh, go. And where where did the the lyrics come from from this one? Was there any inspiration in your life that it came from? Yeah. So Zoo is like Zoo is like partially like about like my experience at umass and okay. just like my mindset while i'm there like what i'm the type of time i'm trying to be on sort of thing and like uh so yeah like my inspiration was just like the fact that i have no inspiration and like i'm just in school mm-hmm. and that's all the f- uh, that i think about i hear you i hear you yeah. and uh how long have you been rapping i've been rapping seriously for like uh, i would say a year now okay um and what is there like a an album that you could point to that just had you inspired where you're like, I, I know I want to do this or what made you know I want to take this seriously? Music seriously? Oh, like, um, <laughs> no, honestly, it was Blueface. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound crazy, but like seeing this dude, like, I'm like, bro, like he's so trash. Like, how is he so <laughs> famous? How is this yeah. bumping like this? And then I thought about it. And I'm like, like, either you're going to be like, either you're going to like take like a different route to get like, there's a few routes you could obviously take, but like. If you're not going to do that, then, like, your best bet is to take music as serious as possible. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you half ass it and then you, like, put it out there and, like, people know you're trapped. Like, I don't know. Bro. Yeah. It's really about that that first impact when you first start rapping. I feel like if you don't have a plan in terms of, like, what is my sound? Who am I as an artist? Like, what is my visual? How am I going to promote myself? I think you can fall to the wayside. So oh, I like always. the fact that, that you did some thinking on that. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm still thinking about the rest of it, too. Like, the most that... Like the most that I'm doing right now is like like music. Like that's the most I'm putting effort into. Yeah. I honestly don't even know how to do everything else, to be honest. Like that's kinda what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. To find out about Nothing it. wrong. You're you're still a new artist budding. Um so is there any artist growing up that you feel like inspired you? Because your your music's very melodic. And uh-huh. I, I listened to your your um guest appearance on the that's a rap podcast yeah. and you talked about listening to a lot of r&b growing up yeah. so do you feel like that had some ties yeah, into the that melodies that you use 100 percent ties like that's um that's like the music that i generally listen to like i do listen to like trap and hip-hop so mm-hmm. much so much but like anytime that like 
you know, the boys aren't in the like, you know, you exactly, know the vibes. Like exactly. it's just me on the ox. You like, or you got a shorty over. Yeah, I got like, you. It's me. It's like Brent Fias, her. Like it's like I just like listening to like beautiful music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like that's just that's like the inspiration always. Like if I can't make like a song that's just like, oh, like this isn't just like just hopping on a beat sort of thing. Like he yeah. just really tried to make a melody. Like that sounds crazy to me. I hear you on that and. We kind of talked about your song creation process for, for Zoo. Yeah. Um, in general, with making your songs, is it kind of like a spur-of-the-moment type thing where you're, you're in the studio and you just, you, you like this instrumental and you freestyle to it? Is it a, are you a meticulous writer that, you know, stays up late at night writing? How do you yeah. craft uh, your bars and your lyrics? Honestly, like, any free time that I have, that free thinking time, like, not, like, while I'm, like, doing something and I take a break, but, like, free thinking time that I have, like, I try to listen to a beat, like, as much as I can, and if I think of anything, I write it down. Okay. And, like, I'll keep doing it and keep doing it. Yeah. And then eventually, like, eventually I'll figure it out, and that's kind of my process. Nice. And on your SoundCloud, I noticed you have uh, a bunch of singles accrued up. You know, you have Zoo, you had um, as well as XXL. That yeah, was the one that I really XXL. liked. Uh, but I noticed, you know, you have all these singles, but you don't have a, a project at the moment. Yeah. Um, is there any plans for that, or are you still just kind of figuring things out? Uh, that's that's kind of what I was... I, it's it's kind of like a process. like either I save all my music and then just wait and then just drop a project, or I, like, kind of make a statement by making a lot of music and then I drop a project and I'm kind of in between on it like mm-hmm. which one I want to do because I feel like I have good songs that like I want to save um so it's kind of like it's kind of like in the air sort of yeah. on how I want to go about it but definitely no rush on it so with with your use of melody and autotune one thing I've noticed is I think more than ever melody and, and autotune is is huge in hip-hop huge. you know you see Roddy Rich. And A Boogie pretty yeah. much taking the, the top of the charts these past yeah. couple weeks to start the year off. Um, and with that, and with there's with the pool of, you know, uh, melodic artists, do you find it difficult to kind of stand out? Like, how do you stay true to yourself and and be unique in, in this? You got to either just be bumping stuff, like just pumping it out, pumping it out now and just keep throwing out sounds because eventually someone's going to take some of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's why people have so much beef now talking about, oh, you took my sound, you took my sound. Like, Bro, like everyone's gonna take your sound. Like it's just, it's just what it is right now. That's why it's like, it's so, it's so tough because it's like either you want to make a song like that's obviously already been heard before. Like it, someone, like someone said that same thing, and you maybe just change the words, or you want to like just think of something entirely different. And that's like, that's kind of like the struggle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Are there any uh, a trap artists that you feel like have inspired you that you've you know, I wouldn't say I think. When it comes to creativity, it's very easy to label um, influence yeah. as as uh, thieving and, yeah, and taking when yeah. it's, it's not. If yeah. you are able to take, you know, pieces, a piece here, a piece there, are there artists that have influenced you in the the trap lane? Yeah, for sure. Like Roddy Rich, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Roddy Rich is a perfect example. Roddy okay. Rich like inspired a lot. Um, Future inspires a lot. Young Thug inspires a lot. Like I think that what's interesting about Auto Tune is the fact that like. It allows people that obviously can't sing, like, by themselves. Because, like, singers are great, but, you mm-hmm. know, singers generally have, like, a different mindset upon what they want to do with their voice. They don't want to make it a rap song or whatever like exactly. that. So it allows people that are rappers but, like, maybe, like, can have a melody enough to, like, make it sound nice. They, like, have they have a platform. They have a way that they could like, say the same things and, like, make it, like, an entirely different flow. And it's, like, such, a, such an um, abstract just way of, like, making music. And I feel like it's hard now because it's, like, 
they're making it saturated. Yeah. And it's like you can't do that. Like it's it's so like it's so fire. Like you can't just like make it like you can't just oversaturate it, but that's what it's turning into. Yeah, it's I think that's with every genre, I think that's just the evolution of it. I think with rock music you see you see where there's a lot of branching out, but then yeah. um there's still a lot of bands that sound similar. And I think yeah. we're at that point with hip hop where I think the pool is really it's wider than ever in terms of styles. Like you can if you want that throwback type stuff, you got guys like Griselda, you got guys yeah. like uh, a Mick Jenkins that's that's very lyrical, but then you also have um, the auto tune melodies, and then you have kind of in between where some turn up music like a the baby, you know yeah, what I mean? So there's yeah. there's so many avenues right now. Yeah. But my next question for you is: Is there like a specific album that you can point to that just like changed your your outlook on music? That well, made most you recently, be... uh, the one that Roddy Rich dropped. Okay. Uh, uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. Yeah. I listen to it like every day, like religiously. That album is phenomenal. It's like one of those things where it's like every other day, like I have a new song that's stuck in my head, and it's mm-hmm. like crazy. Because it's like, you, I listen to it and I try to like break it down and I'm like, like how do you just like switch up the flow in that moment? Like yeah. You don't even finish the bar. Like you just like, right I don't know, like it's crazy. I think Roddy Rich he's having like a moment that we're going to look at not even just in hip hop, but in like 10, 15 years in yeah. terms of like music history. Like the the him topping Justin Bieber in that first week, like that was major. I think that's going to be something that I know this sounds be. crazy, but I feel yeah. like that's like some Kendrick Lamar level like. Like, that's, like, how Kendrick Lamar came in. Like, he yeah. just came in, like, destroying the charts. And it's like, whoa, like, this album is insane. Like, what kind of mess? And then four years later, he drops another one. And then it's like, yo, like, yeah. this dude's the greatest of all. Like, it's like, that's def- kind of how it goes. I-, I think he's definitely got that potential. Um, do you see any type of, like, do you do you, uh, set, like, all-time potential as a goal for you? Do you want to be, uh, what motivates you as an artist, essentially? What is your... Um. What's your final peak? What's that goal? My final peak is like where is where like a lot of artists now are, where it's like um you end up in a situation where you're able to make your own music entirely. Like you make your beats, you have your own studio time, like you can kind of like do whatever you want with it. And then like not only that, but your platform is way larger. Mm-hmm. So now like the things that you were thinking about back when like you only had GarageBand to work with, like right. now you're able to make like an entire masterpiece out of it. Like that's like that's insane. Like being able to get there, I believe. Like I definitely have like all time aspirations. Like I feel like once I get to that level, I'll be able to like go off. But like yeah. that's that's kind of the goal. That's the. I, I love to hear you know the mindset you know because it's like you, right now you're you're starting from the bottom, but yeah. we don't know. We don't know where yeah. where that final peak is. Yeah. So one thing I noticed, uh, I read your um, interview with Asterix uh, yeah. Dion, uh, one of our editors um, here at the Wire, and I think one thing you mentioned, uh, your name used to be, or she might have mentioned, your name used to be Little Cheetah Boy. Yeah. Can you please explain <laughs> how you came up with that awesome Bro, awesome name and why you changed it? I was in middle school. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And when you're in middle school and you think something's funny, you don't think that like at some point like the joke's not going to be funny anymore, yeah. and nobody's going to think that it's funny. When I was thinking of the name, I was honestly thinking of a rap name, like genuinely, because me and my friend were like trying to make a rap group just yeah. as a joke and i like thought tyga was cool mm-hmm. and so i was like bro like should i make like should i just like name myself cheetah and then, like, <laughs> it just wasn't sounding right i kept trying i was like cheetah and it was like nah it's not gonna hit it's not yeah, gonna hit it's, it's tough to to come in and be like it's cheetah on the beat and, like, you know, like, and, nah, that don't and not right. laugh yeah right right so i went like little cheetah boy and then I just tried it on my Instagram to see what people would think. And everyone was like, bro, that, that name's mad fire. Like, like, I don't know. Like, no, it's, it's a catchy name. They That's gassed the me. Like, they gassed me. Like, I, made it my, I made it my Snapchat name, too. <laughs> 
crazy. And then I had to change it when I came to college. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's one of those things where in high school, middle school, it probably was like amazing. Then that transition of like, if you want to be taken seriously, I could see how <laughs> that name is what would cause some resistance. Nah. Um, but I think in terms of your skill set, it is... It, definitely deserves you know some recognition and some respect uh, thank you how'd you come up with a jay astro as a name so jay astro was like so i knew that i wanted to like there's a lot of people that put their like a, like a letter like their name like in between their stuff and i feel like that's always like that's always like nice to be mm -hmm. able to do that and so like my name's johnny i only put jay because i'm not trying to like there's nothing good that'll come from like a john or a yeah like it's just not gonna hit so I just went J, and then I'm thinking, like, what'll go after? What'll go after? And then I was just, like, I don't know. I was just, like, on some, like, weird, like, astrology mess at the time. Okay. And so I was just, like, I don't know. I was messing with some girl I was thinking about. Like, she was on some real astrology yeah. mess. Yep. And so I was just, like, thinking about it and, like, thinking about, like, all this, like, Virgo stuff and, like, how, like, everything just kind of, like, I don't know, energy is just, uh, you know what I mean. I'm hearing you. And I was just, like... I was like, I'm just going to go Jay Astro and see how it sounds. And I thought about it, and I'm thinking about, like, how merch will look, how, like, like how that'll, like, be commercial, like, everything like that. Because, you know, there's people that's, like, that have their, like, extra-ass names or some mm -hmm. shit with, like, a something with, like, a pill in it or something. And yeah. it's like, like, you can't market that, bro. Like, it's right. looking slow. Right. So that's why I was like, I want to think of something that's, like, super, like, like commercial like it can take me places it's nothing special but it's also like it's unique in a way i hear you i hear you on that and one thing another thing i noticed in your interview with astrid dion you talked about uh or she mentioned your your sense of fashion um mm. how important do you think fashion is for the artist um beyond you know because obviously the music is important but how much is fashion i i think it's I, like all right there was a time where i was like you know it's the most important thing in the world or whatever but now that i'm seeing it it's like everyone's doing way too much. Mm. Like it's it's become a point where it's like fashion is supposed to speak for like more than you. Like yeah. now it's like your fashion speaks for like whatever. Like it's just like it's how you stand out, but it's also in a way that it's like you're doing a lot. Like I feel like fashion is supposed to explain like you in a sense, right? But it's supposed to like explain you at the basic level, like your true self. Mm. It's not supposed to explain like this personality and that personality and whatever like that. Like, I feel like that's a lot going on. I've never thought about fashion in terms of, you know, the personality expressed with it. Yeah. That's very like, interesting. Like, I feel like when people start doing too much, when it comes to it, it starts to, like, oh, like, it starts to take it farther than what it's supposed to be. Like, it starts to, like, make people, like, second guess. Like, like I know this is, like, you just put on, like, an extra fit that's not you, you know what I'm saying? And it's, like, a lot going on and it's, mm -hmm. like, not your true self. It doesn't express your true self. So I feel like fashion now, like, I see a lot of, like, artists, like, I don't know what industry is doing to them. Like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I know Sway Lee got heels coming out. Wow, that's no, different. No that's offense to the heels. <laughs> yeah. But like, what do you mean? Like, what? Like, what do you mean, yeah. bro? Like, I, I think there's there's definitely nothing wrong with trying different styles, but I think a lot of the times with Instagram and and um, social media right now with with artists, I think some of these these uh, risks that they're taking aren't really genuine as, as yeah, what you're talking what about where it's not it's not really showing them it's showing that they're trying to get more clout out of yeah, it in trying a way to be like different like yeah. oh rappers are scared to wear this yeah. like that's not that doesn't that's not a reason yeah. to wear it low pump he posted a picture the other oh, day of yeah. him in a in a bra and it's like what, what was the point of this post exactly so no you sense. put on the bra and you were like let's post it and then I, I i don't have any problems with a man wearing a bra i want to make that clear yeah. i have a problem with a man 
posting a picture in a bra just to do it for clout, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you are a psychology major, correct? Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see, do you feel like psychology has any effect in how you think as a rapper? Uh, I would say so. I think that, like, it's important to, like, think about what people would, not only, like, what you want to say, but also what people want to hear. Because it's, like, you know, it is about, like, the delivery and it is about the presentation and how, like, how it'll sound. Like, you want to make something that's not just going to fit for, like, one crowd. Like, that, like, if you put it on in any situation, people would be like, I mean, even if this isn't my style, like, I think this is a pretty, like, this is a pretty important, like, thing. And psychology is all about, like, thinking about, like, how people think and, like, figuring out how people think, like, like, like in a neuropsych realm or like in a biology realm or like however, just the way that people think and why they think it. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's kind of like how it'll trickle into music because it's like you can make whatever kind of song, but if no one's trying to hear that. Bro, like, exactly, exactly. You know, you might like it, but what is, what is your target audience essentially? Yeah, exactly. What are what are they looking for? Yeah. Interesting. Um, my next question for you is besides you know music, what other and fashion. What else interests you? You know, what do you like to do in your if you um, have any other free time outside of that? Um, I like I like sports. I like basketball. I was yeah. hyped when you told me yeah. this is like a basketball okay. show. Oh my god, I have so many opinions. I love what? sports. That's okay. all I watch. Who's your who's your favorite NBA team? I'm not a team guy. Okay. Because okay. teams will do you wrong. Teams will okay. teams will turn their back on you. I'm a player guy. My favorite player is LeBron James. My second favorite player, though, is Kawhi Leonard. So okay. it's so That's hard. interesting. Okay, I'm it's a Lakers fan until I die. Lakers-Celtics is happening right now. Bro, I'm so lit. <laughs> so we are definitely going to be out of here by halftime <laughs> just so we can both finish watching this right. game. Um, but interesting. So LeBron and Kawhi, when did you when did you pick those as your guys? Like, I when picked did that Kawhi first separately. Because okay. Kawhi, for a while, you know, he was in San Antonio. Nobody was worrying about them. Like, yep. I'm, I'm sitting here, like, marveling over LeBron carrying trash team after trash yeah. team. Teams. Come on, let's go. Yep. Like he's just he's taking them, and like then all of a sudden Kawhi comes out, does the same thing with the Raptors, and I'm like, yo, this dude's so nice. Yeah. Like, where did this come from? And so like, I just I just gotta love him, and yeah. like his personality is so like genuine to himself. Yeah, he's just like, listen, like I want to be funny for y'all, but like, yeah, he's like, I'm not, I don't want to be a celebrity. Y'all are putting me in front of this microphone, and he's still himself. So you he's gotta respect himself. It. Mad funny. If you had to pick uh, Lakers, Clippers in a series, who's winning? I personally believe the Lakers because I feel like all right, that's great. That, Love like, to hear that. Like I <laughs> like I think the Clippers are nice. first of all. I'm I'm always gonna be a LeBron fan before a Kawhi fan, which I feel like does in fact like does impact it. But I do also feel like Kawhi, like Kawhi is great, but I don't think the Clippers wanted him to come there and like do what he did with the Raptors. I feel like mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you can come and be a piece. Like we're doing our thing. And, like, everyone else is like, yeah, Kawhi's going to take them. And it's like, all right, but, like, we're all nice, too. Yeah. I feel like everyone's going to try to get their buckets in the playoffs, and it's not going to work out. I'm definitely interested on the, on the experiment in the playoffs and the fact that, you know, last year the Clippers did it so well with, without him. Obviously, they didn't make it to the second round, yeah, but they, they, they fought hard. And you got guys like Lou Will and Montrez Harrell and, and Patrick Beverly who have, like, put their imprint on the team. Like, they made the team what it is of, like, this work, this tri- the, uh, group of people that just – uh, hustle and just grind it out, yeah. and they'll do whatever it takes to win. And now you add Kawhi, and now Paul George to that. Now you add uh, who they sign, Marcus Morris. You're adding all these guys that that definitely need the ball in their hands and need their shots. And I'll, so I'm interested in to see opinion, how that works. I just out. think that it slows down the tempo. Yeah, it's like Kawhi doesn't move that fast. Paul George likes to do a little ISO, like take his time with a shot. Right. Like Alfred Morris, like he's a spot up shooter, but like if you give him the ball, he's gonna do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. he's from New York. Like he was bringing up the ball for no reason. So it's like. <laughs> So it's like, 
you have all these people that like are ball heavy people like so it's like everyone's gonna want their way of scoring and it's gonna slow down the tempo mm-hmm. and then if everyone's able to lock in on every one player and they maybe have an off scoring night it's, it's gonna like, be tough you're not gonna, gonna be, be able tough. to get into the paint yep so it's like yeah um if you had to compare your your talent as a rapper or yeah you as a rapper to an NBA player who would it be ooh ooh we ask anytime we have a rap guest on here we gotta ask that. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest, I know this sounds crazy, but Zion, I feel like okay, I feel like I didn't have right, but no, not Zion at all. Hold on, maybe like Damian Lillard or something like that. Okay, somebody that's like you gotta explain. You gotta explain. All right, why. I'm gonna explain my like how I gotta look at it because basically it's like you know the way that I came up like I had the talent, I had the talent, I had the talent, but I didn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. And then like once I started taking it serious, I feel like I like was able to really make some good stuff, and like. You know the future's future's very bright. I hear you on that. You that's know. that's fair. Dame Dame has been killing it recently. He's, recently, he goes uh, stupid. His team isn't always winning, but he's been going crazy. He lit the Lakers up a couple weeks ago. That I was, was so... I was pissed watching that game. Cause that was, was the game after the All Star break, right? No, no, no. That um that was the Lakers Portland. I think it was before the break. Uh, um, but he was chopping us. I think he had. That made me so tight. The high forties. Um, but. Yeah, Dame is that guy. So I like that comparison. Nice. Um, what's what's next for you in music? What, what can we expect from you next? I'm trying to do a video. I'm trying to like start getting videos done and start getting like visuals out and stuff like that. And then um, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna work on a project. I just gotta figure out like um, just the direction that I want to go because I wanted to make. I don't want to make it like a bunch of songs in like a like just a group of songs. I want to make it like. Like an actual project that like makes sense. I hear you, man. Special. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jay. Hopefully, we'll have you on again sometime, and maybe you'll get to meet my co-host Trevor next time. Uh, He's probably still on the road right now, sadly. But (laughs) it is what it is. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jay, for coming on once again. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, 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 do the damn thing, yeah, yeah, yeah.